welcome to MDiva, Biohacking Your Feminine Potential. I'm your host, MDiva, and today we're going to be looking at nutrition. My initial plan for this week was to compare various diets. There's so much conflicting information out there that often it's hard to decide which diet's really best to use. Is it vegetarian? Is it vegan? Is it the Mediterranean? Is it keto? Is it carnivore? There's just so much information out there. I was hoping to break it down and let you see that it's not one size fits all. However, when I started doing the research, there was no way that I could put this in one episode. It truly will take several episodes for us to do a thorough investigation. I want to start with just the basics of nutrition. I know for a lot of you, it's been a long time since you've really studied nutrition. And I personally like to have a refresher. Just today, there was a news article about some research that just came out stating that there are two foods that increase the likelihood of colorectal cancer. Colorectal cancer is the third leading cancer and it is increasing in prevalence. The two foods were white bread and alcohol of any type. So this kind of had me chasing alcohol in general because I know there's this misconception that a little bit of alcohol actually improves your health. That has been debunked because it's just, it's not true. So there was a research study that came out in June of this year stating that alcohol consumption of any type increases the likelihood of 61 different diseases. I'm actually going to spend a little time reading these and seeing if I feel like the studies are good studies, if they've been thoroughly peer-reviewed, and look at the number of subjects that were in the studies. And I will comment on them again, and I will also put links to them on the website, MDiva Biohacking. And therefore, if you're interested, you can read them yourself as well. And let me know what you think about them. So today, we have a topic that's fundamental to your overall well-being, nutrition. Specifically, we're going to delve into macronutrients and micronutrients, as well as how the requirements differ for men and women. So whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just someone curious about optimizing your nutrition, this episode is for you. Let's start by breaking down the basics. The term macronutrients simply means nutrients the body needs in large amounts. And micronutrients thus refers to nutrients the body needs in small amounts. And both are composed of what we call essential nutrients. When you see the term essential in nutrition, it refers to compounds that the body can't make or can't make in sufficient quantity. And they're vital for disease prevention, growth, and good health. 
These include carbohydrates, proteins, fats, vitamins, minerals, and trace elements, as well as hydration. Each of these play a role in maintaining our health and supporting our body functions. So let's first look at the macronutrients. When it comes to macronutrient requirements, it's important to note that individuals can vary based on factors like their age, activity level, and yes, gender, especially when we're talking about pregnant or breastfeeding women. Men and women often have different nutritional needs due to variations in body composition, metabolism, and the hormonal differences of the sexes as well. So the three nutrients that are the macronutrients are carbs, proteins, and fats. Carbohydrates are our body's primary source of energy, especially when you look at the standard American diet. Men generally have a higher muscle mass, therefore faster metabolism than women, which means they might require more carbohydrates to fuel their energy needs, especially if they engage in intense physical activities like weightlifting or high-intensity training. On the other hand, women may find that a slightly lower carbohydrate intake works better for them, particularly if they focus on activities like yoga or moderate aerobic exercises. I personally think we would all benefit by reining in the carb percentage in our diet. We have simple carbohydrates and complex carbohydrates. Our simple carbohydrates are found in fruits and refined sugars and all those fattening snacks. A lot of the highly processed foods are simple carbohydrates. They provide quick energy bursts. On the other hand, complex carbohydrates present in whole grains, legumes, and vegetables. They offer sustained energy and are rich in fiber. So they aid in digestion and promote satiety, which means you're satisfied. When carbohydrates, both simple and complex, are consumed, they are broken down into glucose. This glucose fuels various bodily functions and activities. The brain relies heavily on glucose for optimal function, making carbohydrates essential for cognitive performance. Unless you're burning ketones, which we will discuss when we talk about the ketogenic diet. Proteins are crucial for muscle repair, immune function, and overall cellular health. Both men and women need an adequate amount of protein. However, men might benefit from slightly higher protein intake due to their higher muscle mass. For women, Protein is equally important, especially considering its role in supporting hormonal balance and maintaining lean body mass. So whether you're a man or a woman, make sure to include good sources of protein like meats, fish, and eggs. Proteins are made up of amino acids, the building blocks of tissues, and they play a crucial role 
in all repair and maintaining tissues. There are 21 amino acids that we biologically need, but nine of these are essential, which means we need to get them from our diet. Many enzymes that facilitate chemical reactions in the body are proteins. Enzymes are involved in processes like digestion, metabolism, and DNA replication. Now the last of the macronutrients are fats, poor abused fats. Dietary fats are essential for hormone production, brain health, and the absorption of fat-soluble vitamins. Men and women generally have similar fat requirements, but the types of fats they may focus on could differ. For instance, women may pay more attention to omega-3 fatty acids, which have been linked to hormonal balance and heart health, and men may prioritize healthy fats like monounsaturated fats that are found in avocados and nuts for their cardiovascular benefits. Contrary to the misconception that fats are entirely bad, they play a vital role in your health. Fats are an integral component of cell membranes and they contribute to the structure and fluidity of the cells. And certain fats are precursors to hormones. For example, omega-3 fatty acids play a role in the production of hormones. Hormones that regulate blood clotting, inflammation, and contraction of artery walls. Omega-3 fatty acids, you may have heard of EPA and DHA, they're found in fatty fish. These essential fats are not only beneficial for heart health, but have also been shown to help regulate hormones and alleviate symptoms associated with conditions like premenstrual syndrome. So including sources of omega-3s in your diet can be a game changer for hormonal well-being. As people have started to eat less seafood and fewer whole foods, omega-3 intake has fallen and our intake of omega-6 has risen rapidly, mainly due to vegetable oil intake. I read an interesting statistic that stated that in 1909, soybean oil was primarily a source of omega-6. It provided 0.006% of calories in the average American diet. And by 1999, soybean oil contributed to more than 7% of total calories. This represents a 1,000-fold increase in consumption. I challenge you to look at your food labels. Just if you look at things like salad dressings, I mean, everything has soy, soybean oil in it. And soybean oil is not that fantastic for you. The omega-3 index is a clinical measurement that establishes um, the amount of omega-3, your EPA and DHA, in the blood. It looks at the proportion of the omega-3s in the blood compared to the other fatty acids. And it also looks at the ratio of EPA to um, AA or ARA, you may hear it's a racodonic acid, 
it's an omega-6 fatty acid. So you kind of want this one-to-one -one ratio. That's the idea. But unfortunately, we have like a very skewed ratio. It seems that we have sometimes as high as like 20 to one when we look at the omega-6 compared to omega-3s. And that is a problem in itself. As I was saying, arachidonic acid is um, an omega-6 fatty acid. It's actually synthesized in the body from linoleic acid. And linoleic acid is found within nuts, seeds, and then the vegetable oils and seed oils as well. Research demonstrates that a higher omega-3 index has beneficial effects on human health. And what they're really concerned about is the EPA to that arachidonic acid ratio in the blood. So when you have a good ratio of omega-3 to omega-6, it appears to lower the risk of cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular events. This is why you are encouraged to take omega-3s. Uh, omega Don't take an omega-6, take an omega-3. We get plenty of omega-6 in our diet. So we've looked at the macronutrients, carbs, proteins, and fats. Let's look at micronutrients now. Micronutrients are the vitamins, minerals, and trace elements that we need. And it's really interesting to explore the subtle differences between men and women. But understanding the specific needs based on gender can help us fine tune our nutrition for optimal health. Micronutrients contribute to hormonal balance in women. So we've touched on hormones several times. What are hormones exactly? Well, hormones are chemical messengers that regulate various physiological processes in the body and their balance is crucial for optimal health. Micronutrients play a vital role in supporting this delicate equilibrium. Vitamins are organic compounds, which just simply means they contain carbon. They support various bodily functions and each vitamin has a unique role from boosting immunity like vitamin C and maintaining healthy skin like vitamin E. Biochemical processes in the body require various vitamins to actually carry out these processes. Enzymes are catalysts for their different reactions in our body and they need something called a cofactor. Vitamins are often the cofactor. Micronutrients in general are often the cofactors that are necessary for these different reactions to take place in our body. Let's start with vitamin A. Vitamin A is essential for vision, immune function, and skin health. We have vitamin C. Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant that supports the immune system. Just the sheer use of oxygen causes us to have free radicals in our body. And these are simply molecules that have an un- matched electron and they can kind of cause a lot of havoc. So antioxidants come in and tame these free radicals and help flush them out of our body. 
So it's very important because free radicals can cause cancer. It can cause other disease. So we want to make sure that we tame these free radicals as quickly as possible. So vitamin C is an outstanding antioxidant. It supports immune, the immune system. Vitamin C helps with collagen synthesis and wound healing. If you are wanting your skin to look better, make sure that you're have, you're getting vitamin C as well as, as you'll see later, we'll be talking about vitamin E and copper. So vitamin D is crucial for calcium absorption, for promoting bone health and playing a role in immune function. So vitamin D is known as the sunshine vitamin. It not only supports bone health, but it's also linked to hormonal balance. Adequate vitamin D levels have been associated with reduced risk of conditions like polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, and can also contribute to healthier menstrual cycles, as well as autoimmune diseases have been associated with low vitamin D. Vitamin E is an antioxidant as well. It protects cells from damage and supports skin health. We also have vitamin K. Vitamin K is actually, there's two forms of it. There's K1 and K2. And next episode, when we discuss deficiencies, we'll discuss um, vitamin K1 and K2 in depth. K2 is also a wonderful vitamin for your skin. But overall, vitamin K is essential for blood clotting and bone metabolism. So we've looked at the vitamins, now we have our minerals. Minerals are inorganic nutrients. They are vital for bone health, nerve function, fluid balance. A few examples are calcium, magnesium, potassium, and iron. Calcium is critical for bone and teeth formation, blood clotting, and muscle function. You want to pair your calcium with vitamin D as it aids in the absorption of calcium and promotes stronger and healthier bones. Iron is involved in the transport of oxygen in the blood and energy metabolism. If someone is anemic, they are lacking iron often, especially women who are menstruating. Now iron, what it does is it acts like I don't just, I'm going to oversimplify this and there'll be someone on there that's going, no, that's not how it works. But this is how I always remember is that on your blood, the red blood cells, and it's kind of like it holds on to the, it holds on to oxygen. So if you're low in iron, your red blood cells can't carry the amount of oxygen that your body needs. And you will find that you're very fatigued. You lack energy. And that sometimes you'll be winded if you're walking upstairs, you'll find that you're short of breath. It's very important that you get iron in your diet. And the best source is we have heme and non-heme iron. Heme comes from, from meat, from red meat in particular, and it's superior to the non-heme iron. We also need magnesium. Magnesium supports muscle and nerve function. It helps with blood glucose control and bone health. Magnesium is an unsung hero. 
It works in tandem with calcium and vitamin D to support bone density. It also plays a role in muscle function and it can help alleviate symptoms of PMS, making it a multi-benefit micronutrient for women. As a matter of fact, magnesium plays a role in over 300 biochemical reactions as well as heart rhythm. People who are constipated often are deficient in magnesium. And if they begin to take magnesium in their diet, they will find that their constipation improves. Magnesium helps to calm your body. You can sleep better. There's there's a, a magnesium supplement that I use called Calm and you mix it up at night and it doesn't taste bad at all. It's just a little bit. You mix it into some water, you drink it, and it helps you to stay asleep. Um, when I drink the calm before I go to bed and I look on my Apple Watch, I see that I've had more deep sleep than I normally do when I don't take it. Potassium helps maintain proper fluid balance. All right, so we've looked at vitamins, we've looked at minerals. Now let's look at the trace elements. Zinc, copper, and selenium are trace elements and they're required in much smaller amounts, but they're equally crucial for enzyme function and overall well-being. If you incorporate seafood, nuts, and whole grains, you will get your essential trace element. So zinc supports your immune function uh, wound healing and DNA synthesis. Copper is involved in the formation of red blood cells and the maintenance of connective tissues. So copper is really important for building collagen, which gives our skin a plumper look, a more youthful look. Selenium acts as an antioxidant and it supports immune function and thyroid health. We always think of iodine for thyroid health, but selenium is also a very important nutrient that we need in order to maintain our thyroid health. Achieving a balance of macronutrients and micronutrients is key to promoting overall health. And understanding the fundamentals of macronutrients and micronutrients empowers you to make informed choices about your diet. By nourishing your body with a diverse range of nutrients, you're investing in your long-term health and well-being. And remember, it's not about restriction, but about creating a sustainable and enjoyable approach to eating that supports your unique needs. Thank you for joining me on MDiva, Biohacking Your Feminine Potential today. I hope this dive into nutritional requirements for men and women has been enlightening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. And remember, nourishing our bodies with the right nutrients is a key step towards a healthier, happier life. See you next time on MDiva Biohacking Your Feminine Potential, where we will discuss common deficiencies, the symptoms associated with them, and what foods will help you increase your levels.
Thank you for joining us on this biohacking journey. Stay tuned for more empowering episodes of MDiva, Biohacking Your Feminine Potential. Until next time, take control of your health and thrive. The content provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. The information shared is not meant to replace professional medical guidance, diagnosis, or treatment. Listeners are encouraged to consult their personal health care professionals for advice and treatment plans tailored to their specific needs. The host does not assume any liability for the information provided in this podcast. Any actions taken based on the information presented are at the listener's own risk. Always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have.